Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Old Boards Podcast. My name is Matthew Duke here in studio with Jay Ashdown and Vinny Cristiano. Monday was deadline day, so we are going to talk about all of the last minute moves that were made. That's going to be the vast majority of our podcast. Maybe we'll talk about some emergency goaltenders. But for today's episode of the Old Boards Podcast. I mean, yeah, we got to get into that for sure. Let's go. What is up? How are we doing? I'm doing well. You know who else is doing well right now? Who? David Ayers. Yes, he is. He's what a what a legend. Dude, yeah. 41 or 42, something 42. like that? Yeah, 42. 42-year-old. Gets his first a start. minor league Zamboni driver. So Stops 8 of 10. His first two shots were goals. The first two shots. On, well, when John Tavares is shooting at you. It's, yeah, it's, it's not like he, it's. He could brag about that. Be like, dude, John Tavares sniped on me. <laughs> like, it's like, it's not like. It's hard for NHL goaltenders to stop John Tavares' shots. Yeah. Now you are a guy who plays like beer league. Probably they said the highest level of hockey played was junior B. Junior B. B. Like I don't know. Guys on our club hockey team play junior B. Like that's just where that is. So that's that's so so part of the argument that the NHL was having. A lot of people were like, "Oh, this is a great moment." And then afterwards, a lot of people said, "Hey." Um, oh, my gain is really low there, dude. Can you turn me up a little bit? Yeah, sure. Can you even hear me? Uh, checking sound. Okay, this is much better. So, yeah, so they're talking about how this is, like, bad for the league in a sense. Because, Which I can see. Yeah, I understand. And and the point behind that is they're saying that, like, he. Well, part of the reason for that is, A, he's a Marley's employee. So he goes, he, play, he practiced with the Marley's the day before, and he played – for the Marlies as the, a goalie against the Charlotte Checkers like two weeks before that, I think. No, he played for uh, Carolina's. There's the Charlotte Checkers. He was. He was. He was, uh, he was. He was for the Checkers. He played, but okay, he, he did against, he didn't play. The Marlies. Oh, against the Marlies. He, he didn't. He didn't play. He just dressed. Mm. All right. So, so my so the point that a couple people were making, like Marty Baron made this point too, and he got ripped apart on TSN for a couple of the points he made. Um, especially about Jack Eichel being the MVP, which he should because he's clearly the most important player to his team in the NHL. It's I mean, it's so kind of ridiculous. St- stop it. So it, he is, absolutely. No, he's not. Yes, he absolutely he's is. He's not. Who else? Who else? Okay, right now I'm going to make the point that Leon Dreisaitl is the most important forward for the Edmonton Oilers. I don't think so. I think so. he is more important than Connor McDavid right oh, now. Absolutely. No way. Look at the absence of him and what he is doing. He's carrying this freaking team. Yeah, Just two McDavid's together back. dynamite. McDavid came back and he immediately skated through everybody on the ice and got an assist on like his third shift. Yeah, because he's incredible. He's Connor are McDavid. Two of the best. You can't have. There's no other MVP. There's okay. You look at the top 50 players in points in the NHL. Eichel is the only one on the list that does not have. He's the only one in the top 10 that does not have another player in the top 50. Yeah, to me, team's not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, well, that's. <laughs> Is that Jack Eichel's fault? No, no, no. But does Jack Eichel's an incredible player? Right, but you is also he the most important player to, to a team, team in the NHL. Yes, I don't think so. Absolutely, he's probably the most important without player him. To, they would probably he's have probably the most important points. player to a team because in the NHL. because yes. without Leon Draisaitl, the Edmonton Oilers still have Connor yes, McDavid. David. Without Connor McDavid, David, they, they still, still have, have Leon Draisaitl. Yes, absolutely. But but does that put him in like talks for? Awards and stuff. <laughs> well, it doesn't because no, they're not going to make the playoffs. No. If they made the playoffs, then yes. 
If we were good, then yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's, but if well you, I don't if know, were, because Leon Dreisettle's ahead, Pasternak's ahead, McDavid's ahead, Panarin's ahead. Bergeron's ahead. Uh, McKinnon, Marchand, Kane, Huberdo, and then you get to Eichel. So he's ninth in points in the National Hockey League right now, so I hardly think that that's an argument you can make for a guy that's going to be winning MVP. That just doesn't happen. If you're not in the top three in points, you're never going to win the heart. And I, I That's why the argument's dumb. The, I suppose you could put him in contention though, because he doesn't yes, have anybody around him who could make him. Like, that's the point. Better, is nobody's still, making him better. Top nine. Nobody's helping him. But that's just not. This just not going to happen. It's not. I'm not saying he should win it. I'm saying that he. Why is he? He's no. He doesn't get credit that he said. Anyway, all right. So what, we were talking about the goalie thing. So. The Mar- the point was that this is bad for the league because he's a Marley's employee playing against Toronto in a in a game with playoff implications. So who's to say that this this David Ayers can go in and then just let every shot now again? Because why would is, you? Right, right exactly. exactly. That's, that's, that's I understand that's, that's, that. But like, theor- now again, as a hockey player, you you have more pride you'd think than that. If you're a guy who's never played an NHL game and they say you're going to play an NHL game, you don't yeah. try and lose. Like that's right. just not something that happens. Yes, it's not human exactly. nature. Right. Especially like you don't want to look like a buff- you know right. you don't want to look like a fool. You don't want to sit there and right. let in eight goals yeah. on eight shots. Like yeah. you don't my, want. My argument to it is this is a really cool moment, but I do agree that it should be changed because you there's sh- enough goalies out there that could help out a team. Yeah, like you could have a third. You could have an emergency backup for each team. I think there should be a designated emergency backup who's played in the National Hockey League at some point. Like if the sa- if if Lena Solmark goes down for the Sabers and you put what Hudman you did. in that, yep. yeah, what you did, and he gets hurt. Yeah. Why can't Marty Baron put on his old pads? He, 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 he doesn't you keep want to. Pay, you got to keep him on payroll, too. Yeah, but you already have him on payroll. But the guy for the Marlies, you're paying him for something else, and then like he's just there. Right. Like, you know so what I mean? That's what yeah, I mean, like though. You're, like, you're paying Marty Baron for, to do something if you need him. Why don't you have a, that? Wouldn't that be cool, too? That way you at least have an NHL-caliber body in that. Well, see, here's the thing. Marty Braun's almost 43 years old. He already said he wouldn't. Now, yeah, again, and David, so David Aries is 42. Yeah. Well, right, so, that's I mean, the that's... point, though. You sh- like, the, they made the argument that you shouldn't have a 42-year-old guy who's a Zamboni driver coming and play goalie. You you know, Marty Braun, I mean, again, he, he he's still going to be better than the average guy. But exactly. The, but, like, he's – and, again, I like that. You couldn't put him in because he's, like, they're paying him to be on the intermission report and – you you like they that messed with their whole thing. I think it wouldn't be a bad idea if you just had a guy that's just assigned for each team, you know. So like you you know if you're Carolina, like you who's have a whole played team. in the NHL though, or or, I, or I, at I, the I a, prefer, even at the AHL yeah, level, some kind of professional level where it's like at least like respectable. Yeah, like if you had like like, like, Jonas, if, like if the Blue Jackets decided to sign like Steve Mason or that kind of a thing. Yeah, or if you like apparently Jonas Enroth is still in Buffalo, like he wouldn't be a bad idea yeah, for that. Something like that. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be somebody great, but uh, somebody like you know is capable. Right. I, know, I like it the way it is. It's I'm fine cool. With it the way it is. It's cool for sure. It's, but yeah, that's, it's, a, it's that's always the, a fun story to talk about, and there's a reason we're talking about it. Like you're not like, would we really be talking about this if Jonas Enroth had played for the? No, probably not because no, for right, like you know, if Thomas Vokun Carolina, in, if Cam Ward came in that since he just retired, if he was yeah. their emergency guy, like nobody would be talking no. about it. Like that's, but it, I think it'd be a more efficient way to do it. So um, speaking like of efficiency, no, hold on. We're looking for some efficiency here. Hold on, no, we're not. This is real quick. I have a question for you. I this is important. You're playing one game, right? Okay. You t- you you win this game, you get in the playoffs. Both teams one point out in their respective divisions, right, for the wild card. 
Scott Foster and Dave Ayers are both playing for your teams. Who do you want in that? Dave Ayers. I want Scott Foster. I want Scott Foster. He didn't give up a goal. No, he did not. Dave Ayers has more NHL experience. <laughs> You're not wrong, I guess, That's but Scott Foster, <laughs> Scott Foster, I think, might about better. 16 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Scott who, Foster. Who did Foster. Scott Foster play, too? He, he played, played Winnipeg. Yeah. Winnipeg's a good team. Now, here's the thing. Toronto's a good team. I'd like to know, like... Winnipeg that year is better than what Toronto was. Toronto, all, Carolina shut down Toronto. They did not get a single shot on that yeah. in the last nine minutes of the game until there was two seconds left in regulation. Scott Foster faced, like, seven shots in, like, less than a period, so... And he made, like, a he made, like, he one, made, like, he like made, really like, good really, game really good save, save yeah. on Mark Shifley. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he did. So... so I don't I know. I, I go Scott Foster. I'm, I'm just, just also he's I'm a not. great NBA ref. Scott Foster. Yeah. I also made the argument. I'm so just going around though. Like, so I, I would actually take Scott yeah. Foster just because he's younger and like, better, better, seemingly. Yeah. But, but also, but then there's also he's the lankier man. He's he's got long. Dave Byers was um he's the first goalie to get an actual recorded win in the NHL since like the 1920s. Um. Somebody else did that. I forget what team it was. I sent it to Jay on Twitter, but I don't. I don't remember. So he. But every other like Scott Foster didn't get the win. Right. His team won, but he wasn't in net when the game-winning goal was scored, so he doesn't exactly. get credit for the win. Mm-hmm. But Dave Ayers, I was zero up six to. It was two at the time. It was four to one when Ayers went in. Then it was four three, and then Carolina made it six three. So um, he got the credit for the win of that. Sweet. It was three one when he went in. Three one. Yeah, because the fourth. Three, goal, then it was three. Oh no, the fourth goal. Three one. It was three three one two, scored, and then fourth goal's got to be the uh, yes, the game, game winner. Goal. Yeah, so it was three one, three two, four two, then four three. Yeah. And okay. Then six, that's, three. that's that's that. Thank you. All right. Fair okay. Enough. So speaking of efficiency, before yeah. Vincent cut me off with Sorry. a ridiculous question that was actually kind of entertaining. Yeah. So see? thank you for asking. Washington Capitals go. Man, I'm putting. You have four minutes. T.J. Oshie. I have it already, Jay. Okay. Alex Ovechkin. Braden Holpe. Uh, Nicholas Backstrom, uh, oh, Al, uh, Tom Wilson. Uh, um, is this a team that one's for you, Jay. Is this a team you studied? No. Oh. You one, thought I was. I rattled well, off what, five, right? What, one big piece on the on defense that you're missing. On defense? Yeah, I figured that. Christian Dews. Nope. Jews. Yeah. He what? just got traded. To Washington, didn't he? No, he got traded to Anaheim. Oh. Thanks for trying to cheat, though. The <laughs> only thing I have up is the trade <laughs> the trade tracker. Uh, <laughs> They did just make another trade. Uh, I'm not gonna look. I'm not they gonna acquired the, oh, They acquired a defenseman from the um, Sharks. That's not what I was thinking of. Oh, okay, but they did that. I though. was thinking of the four that they just acquired from the Canadiens. Oh yeah, that's Noted true. Thrasher yep. and Devil. Yep. Noted Thrasher and Devil. Yes. Danny Healy. Um, I'm just kidding. Speaking of Thrashers, some of the not Thrashers account on trade deadline day at like 2.45. They're like, Thrash, Thrashers are done for the day. <laughs> this, is, this is good. Thanks for that. Um, Played in Russia for a bit. Ilya Kovalchuk. Yes. Good work. I was going to say that, and then I wasn't sure. So I'm at six right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Defenseman. Yes, defenseman. Capitals defenseman. Oh, my God. Why can't I think of this? He's a really good player. Yeah. Really good player. He was. He started out the year as, like, the MVP guy. Probably will win the Norris. Yeah. His name Adam? No. It says his name Adam. I have There's, no idea. There is nobody named Adam on the Blackhawks. 
We're on the Capitals. We're on the Capitals. <laughs> so, uh, so the next one's going to be the Blackhawks. No, it's not, actually. No, it's oh. not. All right, I'm tapping on this one. John Carlson. Oh. Also, just trade for Brendan Dillon. Jake Verana's another one. Um, Garnet Hathaway. Lars Eller. Carl Haglin. Did you get Kuznetsov? I did not. Oh, my God. It's yikes. Yikes. I... I that's that's pretty sad. Yeah, actually. that's bad. I can't believe I like I know like it's not like I just like don't know him. Like he just slipped my mind. Like they just got Daniel Sprong for Christian Jews. Yep. All right. So how do how many did he get? Six. Okay. Their coach is uh Todd Reardon. Not that you, mm-hmm. I don't think you would have gotten that. No. Who is their old coach? When they won the Stanley Cup. I don't know. Barry Trotz. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. How are you on this podcast? I taught you everything you know about podcasting, Jay. You haven't taught me anything. I taught Vinny because he has aptitude. Yeah. And you just know hockey, so it's like whatever. <laughs> Vinny knows hockey too, but he has aptitude. You're like the entertainment for the casual hockey fan. Yeah. It's whatever. Vinny, this is the team you think that you studied. I, this is the th- team I think you studied. Okay. I'm feeling less confident about it, though, because I feel like you probably would have studied Washington it more than this team. Okay. Especially th- because this team's a West Coast team. Please name yeah. players on the Vegas Golden Knights. Not the team I studied. I figured. Um, all right, Marc-Andre Fleury, Robin Leonard. So I think I think the other team that we talked about is the team then. Mm. Yeah. March or so. Mm-hmm. You just said Robin Leonard, so good uh, I also, knowledge. I also said uh, Mark Andre Fleury. Yep, yep I did hear March that. So, so yeah, and you have three. March, so you have three. Um, Ryan Reeves, mm-hmm. he's still there. Okay, yeah. yep. Good lord, he got Ryan Reeves. Yeah, that's. I mean, he's a notable name, you know. I. Sure. Oh God. Hey, this guy's from Syracuse. Stop it with the locations. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. I think you do that every single time we do one of these, and I like, probably it's like it's not like not if just anything me, it confuses you. Not, <laughs> ju- not just me that wouldn't know. Like most people wouldn't. Know. I don't know what. Like if I don't NHL know what, analysts yeah, would not yeah, know that. Jay, off the oh, top of you know Doc Emmerich oh, knows that Pierre information. Maguire knows about that. Yeah. So you've got what three, four, 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 four. four. Is Gerard Gallant still a coach? No, no, oh, he is not. He got he fired for no reason. I knew that too. I knew that, but I wanted to rip it anyways. Who's our new coach? Is also, he, a guy that got fired this year. Is he yep. a notable name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he also used to coach on we the West Coast. He used to coach oh. the Sharks. Yeah, this is. I mean, there's a couple guys on here. Former Canadians captain Weber. No, he's the current Canadian. Current Canadians captain. Gotcha. <laughs> wow. Former Red Wing. Just kidding. Pavel Datsuk. Um. Former Saber. Um. Nah, you probably wouldn't. He doesn't. He doesn't do much. He was like a fourth liner. He nobody really knew who he was. Nick Delorier. No, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, uh, this guy has the same name as a defenseman from the Sharks. Carlson. He scored like yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say that, but What's I his don't first. You know his first name? Eric. <laughs> that's the. I, that's the good guy. I know. I know. Um, he scored like forty goals his first in the first year with the Knights. Is his name Willie too? Mm-hmm. Willie Carlson. Yeah. All right, we'll give you five. It's William, but we'll give you that. Got a guy from Ottawa, like from the team Ottawa. Very Sounds. good. Traded for him last year. Yep, he's very good. Probably, would you say they're maybe second best player? I'd say he's our best player. Well, besides Flurry. 
Fleur's not having a good year. That's fair. I have him on my fantasy team too. Dang it. I'm From still winning, though, I think. I don't know. 30 seconds. I don't know. All I'll right. Save the 30 seconds. All right. Former Sabres, William Carrier. I don't know. That's that's one that, like, you know, that's not necessarily. Mark Stone. Mark Stone Mark is Stone, a big one. Yep. Uh, Max Pacioretty is a former Canadian. Riley Smith, a former Florida Panther. Paul Stastny is a notable name. He's been around the league for a while. Yeah. Um, I should have known him, too. Alex Toot. Toot. Tooch. Alex Tuck. Tuck. Sorry. Jesus. Sorry. I knew that one, too. He's from Syracuse. Me and Jay talked about him on the podcast a while ago, like a long time ago. I think before Vinny even jumped on. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I jumped Theodore, on. Ray I jumped McNabb. on like just over a year ago. Yeah. is when I started coming on the podcast. Would you have gotten Brady McNabb? Maybe it's it's only one B, right? At McNabb. Yeah. No, it's two. B, yo, two Bs in McNabb. There's a trade for Alec Martinez. Yeah, it's a big one. Derek Angleland. So what's this Nate other? Schmidt. Pete DeBoer is their head coach. Pete. De- oh my God. So who's this? What other team are you studying? What team do you think I'm studying? Now that I'm looking at these rosters, it's it, like the chance of guessing it are getting greater and greater. Yeah, right. as you eliminate I feel, teams, I feel now it's either the Blues or the Lightning. Don't tell us. Don't you can't tell us. He feels it's the Blues or the Lightning. I my originally guess was the I originally thought you studied Toronto. Then my second guess was for some reason I thought you'd do the Knights just because they're like a a new. Obviously, they're a new team, and I thought like that'd be like the spectacle of that. He's been studying Seattle because he doesn't have any players to study. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm gonna get 100% on that. Now <laughs> that you've pretty much confirmed that it's not a West Coast team, I'm thinking actually that that that's tough. I don't think you would have studied. I don't think you really. That doesn't give us a lot of options here. Then it's really not that tough. I'm just letting you. That'll be your guys' hint. It's really not that tough to guess. To guess Sabers. No Panthers. I'm not gonna tell you. Yeah. All right. So Islanders, I'm, Rangers. I'm assuming. I'm not tell you. Oh, I forgot we haven't done the island. No, I I have a feeling it is, it is what it is. Jets. All right. Uh, so all right. So the teams we have not done yet. I'm not gonna tell you. We're gonna redo the Bruins because we didn't keep track. We'll do that later. The Sabers we're gonna do at the end because we know he's gonna do well. We have not done Calgary, Chicago, Colorado, Dallas, Detroit, Edmonton, Florida, L.A., Nashville, both New York teams, the Senators, Ottawa, Pittsburgh. St. Louis, Tampa Bay, or Winnipeg are the teams we have not done yet. So we will probably have to continue doing two. Um, we'll have to do probably two a week to so we can finish them all by the end of the year. Um, yeah, that's fine. And I wouldn't be super opposed to doing three just because these are fun for the most part. Yes, sir. Although right. editing them is kind of annoying because the long pauses. when we're We got to trades to get into. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. All right. We'll start at the top. Um, do you want to start at the first trade that happened, or do you want to just start at the list? Uh, literally, let's just go right down. We're going to go down the list and, in and random like order. Some, no, we'll go like straight down in order. No, I meant like these trades are not in order of when they happened. Yeah, these, trades, these trades are. Yeah, reverse order of when they happened. Reverse the order. reverse order of when they happened. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, so the latest trade to happen, Carolina Hurricanes. What? What? Wait, is that not right? Do you not know how to read? Acquire. Oh, my God. Yeah, just go to the list. Brady Shea go was... Late. I'm on the wrong website. That's fine. Okay. Sorry. Go to our document that we created so we could read it together. <laughs> That's so less fun, though. I like anarchy and chaos. I hate you. <laughs> okay, the first trade, Robin Leonard traded to the Vegas Golden Knights for Malcolm Subban and a second-round pick. Not bad. Leonard will be nice for the uh, for the Knights. Especially once, because uh, Fleury's having a bad year and Fleury's yeah. getting old. 
So they were they resign him? not having a great year. Subban was not having a great year. They needed a boost in that. So you get rid of Subban. You get Leonard in return. Uh, that solidifies your net. And uh, for Chicago, you're taking a chance on a young guy like Malcolm Subban needing to get a second-round pick. And you couldn't extend Leonard. So no real reason not to try and make a trade like this. So uh, I think Vegas wins this trade. But I can understand where Chicago's coming from when they make it. Yeah, that's fair. Do you think they resign Leonard? Vegas? Yeah. Depends on his price. Fair enough. I think he could I think he could resign. Okay. Maybe like a three year deal. Yeah, that's what I meant think feel would be like a three year. Alright, All right. so this is the most confusing trade ever. Yeah. Barkley Goodrow and a third round pick got traded to the Tampa Bay Landing for Anthony Greco and a first round pick. Barkley Goodrow has never scored more than eight goals in a season and before he was traded had uh twenty four points on the year. And the Tampa Bay Lightning traded a prospect and a first-round pick for him. Tampa Bay doesn't need a first-round pick. I know. <laughs> but why Why but would you n- get rid of it if you didn't need to? Or you could get somebody better for it. Yeah. Bar- like, why Why did Barkley, Barkley Goodrow get a first-round pick? This is above, like, Tampa Bay, this is above them, you know? Like, this is, this this is, this is not this the is GM and the team that you'd think would do this. Well, remember, Steve Eisenman's not there anymore, so right. this is... But still, uh, like this is Breezewild making who? this decision. Nobody. How does negotiation like that even work? We want Barkley Goodrow to the Sharks. Say, what started a first round pick? No, there's, like, no, way. there's no way. Yeah, they had to have put the phone on mute and been like, <laughs> the second that Tampa was like, we'll give you a first round pick for him. <laughs> like, there's no way. I mean, come on. Yeah, realistically, that just doesn't make any sense. I mean, a Tampa Bay first round pick is basically like a second round pick. But still. Yeah, it's still a first-round pick. I mean, Bad optics. If you don't have to get rid of it, right. then why would you? You can trade your second-round pick for him. Also, um, just throwing it out there, they lost in the first round last year. And yeah. if you lose in the first round again, that first-round pick is kind of like a first-round pick and not a second-round pick. Yeah. That's what the assumption that they're going to go deep in the playoffs. Barkley Goodrow is the X Factor. All right. I guess they believe that Barkley Goodrow is the difference of making it deep in the playoffs or not. I don't know. I... I I'm a guy who loves to say a good trade for both sides. Uh, this is a slam dunk for San Jose. I have no <laughs> clue what the hell uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning are doing. Yeah, it's that was weird. Okay. Sammy Vodnin. The Tannen. Traded to uh, Carolina. Yannick Kuwakanen, uh, Frederick Lyson, and a fourth-round pick going back to the New Jersey Devils. Sammy Vodnin's had some injury problems but has been a – relatively steady right-hand shot defenseman for uh, the Devils last few years and before that with the Ducks. Kind of a lower-risk kind of trade despite uh, the cap hit that's relatively high for Sammy Vodnin. But Carolina put a couple guys on long-term IR so they can make uh, this trade and along with another one that we're going to discuss in a few minutes work, and they bolster up their defense a little bit. So all things considered, I'd say Carolina wins this one because I don't think the Devils got nearly enough value that they could have for a guy like Sammy Vodnin. But We'll Devil? just have to see. Because I don't think Frederick Kleisen's going to be there right. long. Devils are selling, too. Yeah. Like, heavy. To me, like, Kleisen's kind of just a throw-in. This is more just for Kuakan and, and a fourth-round pick, which yeah. I don't think is enough. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, Daniel Sprong. Daniel Sprong. Speedy winger. Had some success in Pittsburgh. Struggled to crack the lineup at times in Anaheim, which is not a great sign. But you know what? Uh, Christian Juice is going to Anaheim for Daniel Sprong. Teammates going with Dan to Heim. Washington. 
Washington gets a little bit faster and more offensively talented in their bottom six. And Anaheim is getting a relatively solid uh, third-pairing defenseman that they can keep for the next few years. So kind of a smaller trade on this trade deadline. But, I mean, I I, I like this deal a little bit more for Anaheim, if I'm being completely honest. I feel like Christian Juice is probably going to have a longer uh, – lifespan in Anaheim as far as his career is concerned than Daniel Sprong's going to have in Washington, but Washington's at a point where, where they don't care how long you stay. Yeah. They're, they're, they're just trying to win another cup. So I say long-term, uh, Anaheim's probably going to win that trade, but we'll see. Eric Gustafson to Calgary for a third-round pick. Seems pretty fair to me. I think Eric Gustafson's a very solid defenseman, has definitely built up his trade value the last couple of years I will say I I felt maybe he could get a little bit more than a third round pick for the Blackhawks yeah so right now if I had to just analyze this as is I'd say Calgary probably ends up on the winning end of that trade yeah I would I I think I'd make that argument but what else would you get for him because I was thinking maybe you can get two picks for him like maybe uh, a third and a fourth fourth, yeah I like I don't think you could get a second round for him but it would be a stretch. I, if you I, did. Yeah, it would be a, be a little bit of a did. stretch. It would have to be a team that legitimately thinks they can win a Stanley Cup. And right now, I think Calgary's trying to improve their chances of making the playoffs and go from there. But I don't think they look at their team and say this is a Stanley Cup caliber team yet, right. yeah. especially after last year in the playoffs. Uh, so this trade, uh, I loved it for a second, and then he had a great game yesterday, which really peeved me off. But uh, Sonny Milano got traded to Anaheim for Devin Shore. Devin Shore is a little bit bigger, more physical. Is going to fit the Blue Jackets kind of style of hockey better than Sonny Milano. Sonny Milano just didn't fit in Columbus. Has had some good years in the minors, but every time he's been brought up to Columbus, has struggled. Sonny uh, Milano sounds like a boxer name, like a UFC <laughs> it, fighter. It does. Name. It really does. Yeah. You're actually right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sonny Milano, very very skilled forward, but has struggled to put it together. To me, he he's kind of, he's a lot like Daniel Sprong. He's going to be given a chance in Anaheim. He scored two goals yesterday, so if if that's a fit for him, uh, maybe he can revive his career a little bit. But as far as the return for the Blue Jackets, I I like Devin Shore. I think he's really going to help your center depth. Now the one I was trying to talk about earlier. <laughs> Which one? Brady Shea oh, yeah. to Carolina for a first-round pick to New York. So what do you think about that? You a fan of that trade? If I am New York probably. Um, I don't know if Brady Shea is worth a first-round pick. Um, Good take. Yeah. Um, Good take. Brady Shea, offensively talented defenseman, uh, liability more often than not yeah. at d- defensively. To me, he's like a left-hand shot Tyson Berry. But he's not—he's not giving the Rangers that kind of offensive production you'd hope for a guy that's that big of a liability defensively. Yeah. So getting a first-round pick out of him—I love that trade for the Rangers. Uh, Carolina, does it make you better uh, offensively in terms of your defense? Yes. Will he fit into the kind of system that they're trying to run in Carolina? I think so. But that's I would fair. say right now. I would give the edge to the Rangers. I still think, regardless, Carolina has set themselves up very well for the postseason if they, they have, can yeah. get goaltending back. Carolina has done very well. <laughs> yeah. So that was Carolina Here's a trade made some I love. Oh yeah, this is a, this is a mm. great move. I like this for Beautiful both teams, trade. frankly. I. This is a great hockey trade. I disagree. 
You don't think it's good for both teams? I do not. Evan Rodriguez and Connor Sheary to Pittsburgh for Dominic Cahoon. I think the Buffalo Sabres absolutely won this trade. Uh-huh. Dominic I certainly Cahoon, hope so. A speedy, young forward with many years of control. You can have him here in Buffalo for quite a long time for two expiring contracts and Evan Rodriguez and Connor Sheary and two players who are not producing and two players you would not expect to get a return of Dominic Cahoon. I love this trade. Yeah, now here's my argument. I'm going to argue for the Pens a little bit. Not to necessarily say that the Sabres didn't win this trade. I, if you look, most Pens fans were like, why did we trade Cahoon? This guy yeah. had potential. We thought we were going to build around this guy. The Penguins, as Jay has said in the past, are running out of time to win another cup. Crosby, Melkin, Latang, not getting any younger. They need guy Patty Marlowe now. They just added him, obviously not getting any younger. They're looking to make a cup run this year and next year, and that's it. That's they feel the they time. have the goalies to do it, too. Yes. Matt Murray's won two Stanley Cups, and Tristan Jerry's been their best goalie this year. So, that you looking at, obviously, Connor Sheary had a great year when he played on Crosby's line a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. But wonder why. <laughs> so, but now but he's, he's not going to play with. Yes, Crosby. he is. He, they ha- they have him with Zucker and Crosby at Lions at practice yesterday. Jeez. So if they get that chemistry now, Shiri is fast. That's one of his best qualities. If they get that chemistry back, and Jason Zucker's obviously a great player. He's a great player. The yeah. three of them now that could that could that could get Shiri back on track this year. Playing with Crosby is going to get him points regardless. Right. And Evan Rodriguez on a team like Pittsburgh that's winning, if he sees playing time as a depth forward, he might be able to do what they need him to do. He might not succeed in the traditional sense, but for them, depth forward-wise, for the playoffs, he might be able to do what they need him to do. So I don't necessarily hate this for Pittsburgh because they... I don't think Evan Rodriguez is going to see the ice that much unless their injuries continue. But he's a good... I would rather I would have rather have him as an injury backup than... Than a lot of other players, I don't think. Yeah, it's no, I agree a with that. I'm just saying. I'm just them. saying. I that I don't see him playing a ton. So really, when I look at this, and I don't see him staying after a year, anyways. No, probably not. So I mean, when I when I look at this trade, it's more so I look at it as Connor, like one year of Connor Sheary for Dominic yeah. for many years of Dominic Cahoon, and that's why I say Buffalo wins that in the landslide. And Dominic Cahoon took number 95, <clears throat> which is a which is a awesome sick number. hockey number. Yeah, absolutely. That's so cool. Have there been a lot of guys number ninety five? Like that's not really. Yeah, Shane wore ninety five with the Blue Jackets. Yeah. yeah. What does he wear now? Left. Does he wear it now too with Nashville? He might. It's a possibility. I couldn't remember. If, I think he. I think he does. I think, I think, think you're does. right. Yeah, I think he does. All right. So that yeah, but that trade I do love for Buffalo. He is joining the team tonight for in Colorado. I don't know if he's gonna. Pl- I'm assuming he's. I don't know if I want him to play. Either. Yeah, he does wear 95 in Nashville because yeah. number nine is taken by Forsberg. So, but, like, I don't know, like, he didn't get a chance to practice with the team yesterday. I don't know if he is going to play tonight against Colorado or not. Wayne Simmons will. We'll get into Wayne that Wayne Simmons minute, is playing, yes. I, I'm not sure if he is. Wayne Simmons playing on a line with Skinner and Johansson. Let's go. Skinner's back. I can guarantee. Well, I can't guarantee it, but I sure hope so. Yeah, because Wayne Simmons is the guy that's going to be getting. Wayne Simmons is so much better than Froelich, dude. He is so much better than Froelich, but I mean, he's not a playmaker. (laughs) Like, let's let's calm down a little bit here first. I I like the pickup of Wayne Simmons, but he's not getting Jeff Skinner back on track. Maybe they'll put Cahoon on that line then. Cahoon could help. Yeah, legitimately speaking, maybe they'll do that. I don't think that Wayne Simmons is the guy to do that though. He's going to help out your power play. 
oh, yeah. Simmons is, but he's not going to help Jeff Dude, Skinner. Dude, Olofsson goals. and Simmons on the same power play? No, they won't be on the same power play. They'll put, both, they'll both put him on the second team. power play to boost that up, and then Skinner will be on the second power play, ideally, and then then we'll be in business instead of having Shiri on the second power play. All right, enough about the Sabres. <laughs> Sorry. Derek Forbort. Forbort. To Calgary <laughs> for a fourth-round pick. Um I think this is a very even trade. It's a rental for a relatively average defenseman who's not really a name. Uh, certainly he's good depth to have. Um, so I'd say a fourth-round pick is kind of just in that scenario. That's fair. Um, next, Not really much to report on that. No. Uh, uh, Tyler Ernst is the next one. Tyler Ernst has been this, a solid player this for This is interesting. Year. Tyler yeah. – like, here's the thing. Four boards, contract's expiring. He'll be an unrestricted free agent. So will Tyler Ennis, who is only on a one-year deal. I'm surprised Ottawa could only get a fifth-round pick for Tyler Ennis. He played very play well he, for yeah, Ottawa this year. He was very good. For, I thought he could have swung a fourth-round pick. So yeah. if I had to go with the winner on this one, I mean, Edmonton barely gave up Edmonton. nothing. To, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, I thought – He's uh, still a good player. He's still a very good player. Plus, Edmonton is getting so much faster. Mm-hmm. Like, they already had Dreisaitl and McDavid, right. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Kyler Yamamoto. And now you add a guy like Tyler Ennis, and we're going to get into uh, the next guy, Andreas Athanasiu. Yeah. Like, they are they are such a fast team. and Which is good. And speed is, is good. Speed, speed kills. Is really, speed is good. Playoffs are becoming more about speed now. Speed kills. Yeah. So now, if you face a team, if you take, a, if you now. face a really physical, playoffs, more, most yeah. importantly, if you yeah. face a really physical team that can shut down your speed, then you in, are in trouble. If that's all you have, right? If that's all you have is speed, then you're. But in I trouble. feel like Edmonton's got a good mix of uh, physical players. I mean, they got <laughs> Zach Cassian. I mean, Darnell Nurse is a bigger body. Uh, yeah, that's true. Connor McDavid's yeah. not even a small guy. Leon Drysaddle's kind of no Connor McDavid. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I meant. Drysaddle's a big dude. All right. Yeah, I like James this. Neal too is a very physical player. So when your all stars are like six two, like that's not totally forgot James Neal was on that team. Yeah, well he's been silent lately, but still, I mean he does bring a physical element to the game. So now we'll get into Andreas Athanasiu. Uh, two second round picks traded from the Edmonton Oilers to Detroit for Andreas Athanasiu. The reason this is important is this contract's expiring, but he is a restricted free agent with arbitration rights, so he will more than likely be an Edmonton Oiler next year. Uh, we don't know how long, but I would probably guess he'll be here for the next, at least the next three, four years, right? I think four years sounds comfortable. Yeah, yeah. So this this is uh, this is a long term investment for Edmonton. This is not just a rental, and Andreas and a good move. And a good, those two are good moves by them. I don't know where this Ennis is a is really good up, move for Edmonton because he's having a down year and a terrible Detroit team. We saw pre in the previous year, Andreas Athanasiu scored thirty goals, and, and that still wasn't a, that's a beer for the Red Wings. Yeah, the, the Red Wings are terrible. <laughs> yeah. This is a guy who who has shown an ability to score thirty goals in a season before who has now had his value dip because he's not having a great season. So you're basically buying him at his lowest point, but I think he's good enough to be a really good, solid second-line winger for a guy like Ryan Nugent Hopkins. So you just made your team that much better, and all you had to give up is two second-round picks. Now, that return for Detroit isn't terrible because Eiserman is very good at drafting, and... Quite frankly, with how Anthony C. has played this year, that's probably the max value you were going to get for him. <coughs> so for Detroit, I don't think it's bad in the sense of what you got because that's probably the most you're going to get. 
And for Edmonton, you made your team better for now and the future. But you didn't have to give up what you would have had to have given up a year ago to get a guy like that. Yeah. Very well done by by, but well, well done. By I think Edmonton. it was a great job by yeah. yeah. By, and Ken, by both Ken teams, Holland did a great job. Yeah. on that trade. Yeah, and Detroit getting two second round picks is is I mean, good. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's not going to hurt. Two more picks for Eiserman to get some small right. five foot nine guy who's going to score thirty goals a year. Right. <laughs> and Eiserman is going to he'll bring that team back. I yeah, yeah, don't I have no doubts all. about it. That guy is incredible at scouting and drafting. All right, right, now time for the most important trade. Unfortunately for Duke, this trade broke his heart. Most important trade of Monday. Dan Heinen went to Anaheim, and Nick Ritchie went to Boston. Obviously, Anaheim fleeced Boston. I got to say, I think Anaheim won this trade. I think think Dan Heinen's going to be a better player for Anaheim than Nick Ritchie will be for Boston. Now, granted, I was wrong last year when I said Boston didn't win a trade with Charlie Coyle, and that did not work out at all. So maybe we'll have to wait on that. But I like Dan Heinen a lot, and I think he's going to succeed in Anaheim. Yeah. Yeah, and for I, I don't uh, – I, I do feel bad, I should say, for you because that was the first player you guessed when we did the, the Bruins thing back back a while ago. Okay. But I played NHL 2019. And Denton Hines scored four goals in the first period for my team. So that's all I'm saying. He's pretty much the greatest player in the NHL. 50 and 21. Yeah. I, uh, 50 and 21. Dan Hines. Mm-hmm. 50 goals next year. He'll do it. I would not I would not be surprised if Dan Hines broke out onto the scene in Anaheim and became a perennial all-star. Yeah. Nick Ritchie had 19 points in 42 games this year. So not like terrible, but... If you but Dan Heinen had uh, had twenty three points in fifty nine games, so it's almost identical. But I think Dan Heinen is probably the better player overall. Oh well, sorry, R.I.P. Dan Heinen, Boston Bruins legend. They should retire his number. Are you ready for the Wayne train? Oh. Wayne choo choo! Should get a real train sound in there. That'd be awesome. All aboard the Wayne train! Good God. <laughs> Wayne Simmons went to Buffalo. Buffalo gave New Jersey a fifth-round pick. I like that for the Sabres. Uh, I don't see why it's necessarily bad for them. They needed uh, they need forward help, scoring help. Uh, their power play is not great, so he's going to help on that. He's a, a power forward. He's going to add a level of grit. So if in the long run, and by long run I mean over the next two months where he still plays for the team because I, I – I don't know if they're going to re-sign him. I don't think so. Yeah. I do think he'll stay. Thanks I mean, he waived his no-movement clause to even come to Buffalo in the first place. It seems like he, he's actually genuinely interested in staying. So yeah. I think he'll be here next year. I think if they could, if they make the playoffs this year or next year with him in there, he's going to be a great playoff player because of his grit. Not that it's going to happen this year, but there's always hope. There's so always it. hope. What I'm really hearing is that the Sabres are going to win the Stanley Cup next year. This year. Next year. Next year, and he's going to win Con, Con Smythe. Yeah. Yep. So I don't you think go. it's a bad – and you're losing a fifth-round pick. Fifth-round picks barely even do anything. Yeah. like The way the Sabres have drafted over the past couple of years, fifth-round picks is like nothing. Essentially, so. they're trading Wayne Simmons for a guy who's going to play in the AHL for the next 10 years. Yeah. Usually when you're drafting in the fifth round, you're just hoping that they can eventually develop into what Wayne Simmons is right now. Yeah. So really, you're not – I think that's a you're slam. trading. I think that's a slam dunk for Buffalo. You're yeah. trading Wayne Simmons for somebody who might be as good as Wayne Simmons yes. one day. 
But <laughs> yeah, exactly. statistically, probably no, not. not. Probably yeah. not. Yeah, exactly. For a long shot, Wayne Simmons. All right. Former Buffalo Sabres preseason legend Derek Grant went to Philadelphia for my – so it's, I want to say so, – so, Duke, as soon as you crossed that out, my computer screen went black, and I thought somehow you shut down my computer through the Google Doc. Yeah, I, I could do that if you'd like. <laughs> uh, Fourth-round pick and Kyle Cristolo went back to Anaheim for Derek Grant, who's in Philly now. Uh, Derek Grant's a good player. He's a forward, uh, like a third-line guy. Yeah, he's actually having a very good year in Anaheim. Anaheim, he was, yeah. So, uh, Scoring he, goals, he, finally. Yeah. So, I mean, you got a relatively decent return for a depth forward who's just playing above his... His pay grade, I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I'd say that's a pretty good return for Anaheim. Uh, Cal Rosen went to Toronto for goaltender Michael Hutchinson, who be- went to Colorado... Uh, it's Callie Rosen. Callie Rosen. Okay. Wow. Well, he uh, he's he can I'll he Cal is the Canadian pronunciation because now he is in Toronto. Definitely correct on that. Um, Michael Hutchinson went to Colorado to help their goaltending issues. Obviously, with their starting goaltender right now being injured, former Washington. Yeah, I, I, was, I knew his name sort of the P, but I just no, it, I, I knew it, you couldn't think of it. I stared I at you. Thinking, I was like, I was help me here, about Jay. being mean and not helping you, but I figured I would. I I would have thought of it eventually. I I'm disappointed that I didn't know that. I Philip should Grubauer have. Hurt. I knew it, but I Pavel Francouz has actually been very. They have good a for them. lot of injured guys right now. Colorado does. Mm-hmm. Feels like there's a lot of teams with a lot of injuries. Like Conf- it feels yeah. like for some reason injuries have like increased this year in the NHL. Weird that Colorado's I, last I, two I starting goalies played for Washington before. Did they? Oh, hey, Duke, Grubar, where are you, so where are you bringing us pizza from again next week? Yeah, and so did Varlamov. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. Where are you bringing us pizza from? D'Augustino's. D'Augustino's. Okay, I th- I, I just couldn't remember. It's a little tiny place in Chittawang, New York, by That's, the home. I, I'm, again, not complaining. I'm just wondering. I saw a pizza from a uh, picture from Macy's Pizzeria. That's uh, apparently that's very good. I've never been. But yeah. Apparently, it's delicious. I it looks delicious in pictures, and yeah. I want to go. I was just wondering because if you're gonna do that, I would not have to go out and. Diagostino's is very good. Um, like I said, it was rated the fourth most underrated pizza place in Buffalo. Cool. So, um, Alex Vetch had 43 goals, by the way. Um, yeah, so that's fine. I just was wondering because I went on, I went on my Twitter DMs to look up, see who's uh, injured on Colorado because I know my buddy sent this to me. Um, so Mika Rantanen, Nazem Kadri, Calvert, Burkowski, Nieto, and Grubauer are all out for Colorado right now. So, so basically, once they're healthy, Colorado's winning the cup. That's what I heard. I'm Colorado's scared. good. I again, Carolina, Colorado. These are teams that have Columbus. a lot of uh, all. If you're, if you have a C at the beginning of your team name, yeah, you have a lot of injuries. Yeah, does Calgary have a lot of injuries? Doesn't really seem like it. No, but they they did get injured when their coach was racist. That is a yikes moment. All of their players are injured because their coach kicked them in the back of the head from the bench. <laughs> <laughs> he roundhouse kicked them in the back of the yikes. head. Yikes. All Roadhouse. Right. <laughs> All right. So there were thirty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. I I. The old timer. I I'll be honest. I wasn't paying attention to what just happened. Old timer. Patrick Marlowe. Philip Marlowe. Yes. I Philip? forgot about that. I call him Do you that remember that? Though. Oh yeah, that's right. Philip Marlowe. <laughs> He's oh going around God. solving cases <laughs> in the old black and white detective movies. Okay, oh, so he 
he was signed for very cheap after he got bought out. Had very very was pretty good for San Jose considering the fact that they suck. Uh, and he was able to swing a third-round pick because he's cheap and he is experienced, and he wants to win a cup. So yeah, he, he went to a place that has a good chance in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's going to make a run this year, um, especially with Evan Rodriguez at the helm. <laughs> hey, it, it couldn't hurt, right? Probably. What? Well, Unlike could. Zach Bogosian can hurt signing him to the Lightning and then hitting his own player in the uh, <laughs> in the gonads during the penalty <laughs> slap shot from the point that. That was painful. <laughs> um, Minus was two bad. with two couple turnovers. Yeah, it was a bad game from him. One of um, my peers said it's hilarious that Bogosian refused to show up to Rochester and then got signed by Tampa. See you in Syracuse. <laughs> 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 Jay showed me a tweet alert today in class. It was like Dimitri Filipovic yeah. said. Zach Bogosian is really good at being third, the third overall pick 12 years ago and being 6'3". <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about – I met the one that you showed me before that. It was like, was like any oh. player – like and anybody in the NHL, the Lightning can make any player look good. Then like the little asterisk says, Zach Bogosian cracks his knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so there's 32 trades. We got like 11-ish more to go here. Um, let's just rip through them. No, we, well, we got to let's. Okay, so we got a couple that we got to sit on here. Nate Thompson went to Philadelphia for a fifth round pick that went to Montreal. That's just kind of a you know a deal that Philly, Philly's been trying to add some death pieces to try and get into the playoffs here. So that um, happened. So that happened. Here's a big couple big trades now. Yeah. Vincent Trocheck to Carolina for Eric Kala, Lucas Walmark, A2 Lewis Dreinen, and Chase Prisky. That's a great name. Yeah, it is. Chase Brisky? No. What? Florida. Lucerinen. Lucerinen. So, Lucerinen. But Trocek is the really the, the hallmark second-line center. One of the most talented players to get moved on uh, this deadline day. Yeah. He was, a, and, again, being Sabres fans, we wanted him to come here, bolster our second line. We were going to make the cup finals with him. Um, but instead he goes to Carolina Eric Halla and Lucas Walmart go back in their turn. Halla is another like second line center, third line uh, center ish like guy. Third line, but he's very good at he's, that third line. Yes, spot. he's good. Lucas and, Walmart is a depth kind of forward, but with some potential. Yes, Carolina got Halla for almost nothing though in the last off season. So mm-hmm. moving him like exactly. this is a good move for them. Trocheck's obviously a great player, and and he's gonna again. Carolina is now really good, and uh, not because of that deal, but all the deals they made. Once they get goaltending back. Florida got two prospects and two players that are going to help them. Florida is in the thick of the playoff race, too. Mm-hmm. They're, I think, two, um, one game behind, one or two games behind Toronto, and they're six points back. So right. they're in reach, especially with Muzzin being hurt for Toronto now. Yep. So um, now it didn't help. Now Florida did win last night against Arizona, so that'll help them. Toronto did also win, though, against Tampa Bay. Carolina did just lose to uh, That's the true. Stars. Um, but it really makes you think. But Florida is, Florida and Buffalo are both gunning for Toronto, that third spot in the Atlantic, because all the Metropolitan teams are fighting for the wild card spots because those teams are better than the East East Coast teams, with the exception of Boston and um, Tampa. Tampa, right? Exactly. Now, the next trade is oh, this the most important. Speaking trade? Of, uh, real quick, I don't know if you heard this, Jay. Apparently, Buffalo made an offer for Vinny Trocheck that was largely considered better than Carolina's offer, but Florida rejected it because they didn't want to trade in division to a team that was competing with them for a playoff spot. 
Um, but that was that's kind of that's like the hallmark trade of the day because it had the biggest return probably and probably the best player. Uh, I'm not sure about that. Not Jean. you saying not the best player or the uh, biggest best return. return? Oh yeah, this next trade had the best return. Yeah, and the best player was obviously Dan Hyden. So yeah. Okay, so exactly. I'm wrong so in all wrong aspects then. Okay, I think uh, the best JG player is Louis Domingue. Just got traded to the New York Islanders for a first and second round pick and a conditional third round pick. Then Pajot signed a six-year extension mm-hmm. with the Islanders for a relatively reasonable cap hit of what was it, like $5 million? Yeah, for vi- yeah, something and a half, I think. I think five and a half, maybe? Somewhere around that number. Not bad, because I thought he was going to get massively paid for his production this season, and it was going to be some kind of a gross contract that a team was going to probably regret. But Pajot, at that kind of a salary... I, you can stomach that. Uh, and he really kind of just fits the the team mold that the New York Islanders have with Barry Trotz as their head coach. He'll slide yeah, into the five second million, line. Yeah, it's $5 million, by the way. Yeah, so five he million. slides into that second-line role. And it, it's a team – the New York Islanders are a team that has just a lot of good players. They don't really have a star. They don't really have a star goalie. They have two solid guys in that and about 12 solid forwards and six solid defensemen. No stars, but they're well-coached, and they're a very good team. Yeah, that's so Pajot really fits the mold of that. I think giving up a first, second, and potentially a third for a guy you're going to have for the next six years, I think I think that's worth it. I think you're absolutely right. And he's a good player, too. J.J. Pajot is, is good. Next one was Vladislav Nemestikov to Colorado for a fourth-round pick that went to Ottawa. That's Nemestikov is uh, one of the best names in the NHL, obviously. But realistically what happens is he goes to Colorado, who is in the midst of injury, and he he, he gives them a little more depth and and some more help. Fourth-round pick to Ottawa is, again— Ottawa, a, it's not a bad deal for them because they traded a fourth-round pick to even get Nemestikov in the first place. They got, got a couple good months of production out of him. Then they got another fourth-round pick out of him. So they just kind of stood pat with that. Yeah. I, I So I, that's why I think when I look at this, I'd say that uh, the real winner of the trade was Colorado. I would also say that. It's good depth. Nemestikov is probably a good third-liner on most teams. Yeah. I would say so. And with a Colorado injured, hopefully he can help them until their guys come back. So or maybe not tonight, though, because right. they play the Sabres. The Sabres need to win. Next trade was Mike Green to Edmonton for a Kyle Brodziak and a conditional pick that okay, went back I'm to Detroit. I'm going to be completely honest about this oh trade. Oh, boy. Brutal. I was not aware that Kyle Brodziak was still in the National Hockey League. Um. Could he be in the American Hockey League, but under a National Hockey League contract? I believe that actually might be what it is, but I was not. I thought he retired. I I was not aware that he was still playing hockey. So Mike Green got basically traded to the Oilers for literally nothing, and it's not lost on me that Ken Holland traded for Mike Green, and he's also the guy that signed him. So me thinks that uh, Kenny Holland loves him some Mike Green. And I got to be honest, Mike Green's a solid defenseman to have on your third pairing that can help you if you're a playoff team is physical. But I really hope that Ken Holland is aware that it is not 2010 anymore. So while they gave up next to nothing to get Mike Green, he is in love with Mike Green, and I'm not sure why. Yeah. 
That's fair. I don't think he could necessarily hurt, though. Edmonton, like you said, they're going to the playoffs. They could use some physicality to go along with that speed to kind of keep them in the games. They get more physical Mm -hmm. if they get their speed shut down. So that could help them. Right. As we got to keep moving through this. um, Ilya Kovalchuk. Yeah. To Washington for a third-round pick. He will – their amazing offense just keeps getting better. He was playing well for Montreal, and uh, he's going to – you know, I mean, he's he's joining on the power play. I mean, he'll he'll be – He's got an incredible right. shot. Yeah. He's like the seventh Washington c- capital to have like a great shot on that team. Uh, Kovalchuk's interesting. It makes the Capitals better. Uh, but I will say I think Montreal won this trade solely because they signed Kovalchuk for nothing after he was terminated from yeah, his contract and they true. turned it into a third-round third pick. pick. So that's great work by the Canadians. Yes. Cody Eakin got traded to the Winnipeg Jets for a conditional fourth-round pick. Vegas gets some much-needed cap relief from that, and Winnipeg gets a yep. solid fourth-line guy. Uh, I would actually give the win to Vegas because I, I think like Cody Eakin. I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that Cody Eakin was able to even swing a draft pick with how he's been playing this year, along with the cap hit. That's fair. Yeah, the cap hit is kind of the big thing there, so that freed them up to do some other things. Andre Kasha uh, to Boston. Oh, I love this trade for David Backus, Axel Anderson, and a first round pick. I love this trade Jay for loves the Boston trade. Bruins. Oh yeah, the Boston Bruins get out of a bad contract and David Backus. They trade away a solid defensive prospect, but you think how good their defense is. Even when they lose Chara, you still got a great top six already. Yeah. And here's the thing. Freeing up the money is going to allow you to keep Tory Krug, so you're not even going to need Axel Anderson because of that. That's All you fair. have to do is trade David Backus, Axel Anderson, and a first-round pick to get a young Andre Kasha who is really speedy and can help out your middle six. He is signed, I believe, for what two point eight million this year and two point eight million next year before he's a restricted free agent again. So you have multiple years of control on him. Your cap situation is even better. Your core gets to stay yeah, together. Yeah, two point six million. I love this trade for the Boston Bruins. Yeah, they did a very nice. And job. it's not a, it's not a bad deal for the Anaheim Ducks. It's never a bad no. idea to take on bad contracts in order to get assets when you're a rebuilding team. Yeah. So Axel Anderson is somebody that's not as valuable to Boston as he would be to Anaheim, so getting a player like him helps, getting a first-round pick helps. All you have to do is take on the rest of this year and next year of David Backus. I, I don't think that's necessarily bad because that first-round pick could turn into another good player, and Axel Anderson so turn, could play Turn into a player soon. like Andre Kasha. Yeah, exactly. And, and you get him along with Axel Anderson. Yes, exactly. So, so that, that could work out very well for Anaheim. Absolutely. Zach Bogosian signed a one-year $1.3 million deal with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Which, that turned out very well because he was a minus two yesterday <laughs> with two turnovers leading directly to goals, and he hit uh, his uh, a centerman in the in, in like I mentioned in the gonads with a puck with a slap shot in the middle of the game. Uh, right that the was junk. um oh who was that um I didn't see it. So it starts with a P. Uh, the, um, Palat. No, it wasn't Andre Palat. No, not Pocket. Who's their second center? Tyler Johnson. Nope. Braden Point. Yes, point. Oh, brain point. Um, so yeah, that was unfortunate, and he, it, like I mentioned, he did not look super great. Elvis Merzlikens got hurt, and so did Riley Nash. That was unfortunate for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Speaking of injuries, Jake Muzzin now broken hand out four weeks for the Toronto Maple Leafs as well. Yeah, who cares about the Leafs? Two players on the Blue Jackets, Elvis Merzlikens and Riley Nash, got hurt, and I hate my team. Columbus has more the, injuries. I think Columbus has like a record amount of injuries now. They're the first team ever to have like eleven players. Yes. on their injury report on the same night ever, which is crazy. Ja- yeah. Ma- Jacob Markstrom, a lot of fun. Jacob Markstrom will be out a month 
Canucks will have to rely on Thatcher Demko and then just traded also for Louis Domingue to fill in as a backup role. Journeyman. They traded Zane McIntyre for Louis Domingue, so they won that trade because uh, Louis Domingue is better than Zane McIntyre. But uh, at the same time, uh, Louis Domingue is another backup, so they should be relatively scared. I would be scared as well. (laughs) Um, Just really quick, uh, Ovechkin did score his 43rd goal, so we're going to have pizza next week. Thank you, Duke. Some other th- real quick things before we have to go. Um, I'm going to go over the top 25 on the trade bait list and tell you who Chris Kreider, surprisingly, did not get yes. moved. Yes, that's which is crazy. Thing. He signed a contract extension. Uh, what was it? Seven years, 45 and a half million dollars. Yeah, very good cap hit for a guy like that. Yeah, surprised they didn't totally but overpay for him. But he was top him. of the trade bait list and he did not get moved. <coughs> JG Peugeot got moved. Carolina's first round pick moved. Sammy Vontanen got moved. Tyson Berry did not. No, Vladislav Nemestikov moved. Anthony Siu got moved. Gustafson got moved. Derek Grant got moved. Dustin Bufflin did not. He. Uh, we we, we still even don't doing. even know what's going on yeah. with that situation. Jesper Fast um, did, not go. did not get moved. Pat Marlowe did. Joe Thornton did not, and he was mad about it. Yeah, he, he, he was, was relatively disappointed. Upset, but no, nobody really had interest in him, which kind That's of stinks. True. Eric Holla got moved. Mike Hoffman did not. Tyler Ennis did. Wayne Simmons did. Robin Leonard did. Brandon Saad did not. Tyson Jost did not. Jimmy VC did not. Detroit's cap space kind of did. Um, Kyle Palmieri did not. Vinny Trocek did. And Jonas Brodeen from Minnesota did not, I right. believe. Also, uh, it didn't happen, but for the second time in the last year, uh, Zach Parise almost got traded to the Islanders. So that's something I would look forward to this offseason to see if that yeah. does happen. Andrew Ladd and Andrew him Ladd both waive yeah. trade clauses to get that move done. And if there is going to be a trade, Andrew Ladd is going to be involved in it. Yes. You're absolutely right. All right. We are uh, – we went Also, through, real oh, quick, uh, yeah. Pavel Buchnevich and Igor Shosturkin were involved in a car accident yeah, the other day. Yeah, saw that. Sunday. Uh, so Buchnevich was is out day-to-day. Uh, Shosturkin will be out for about a month. So that's a, a, one of the reasons I believe that uh, Alexander Georgiev did not get traded mm-hmm. and Lundqvist did not get traded. They keep those two guys uh, to hold down the floor for the next month because, I mean – Shosturkin was like nine and one with like a nine forty save percentage. Yeah. He, was, he was insane for them. Yeah, he was, and, and he's got a bright future in New York. So hopefully they recover. I, there's no real reason right now to believe that they won't. Uh, but I say you wish them the best of luck in their recoveries, especially if you're a Rangers fan. Yep. Want to yeah. see those guys back? Uh, and that's about it for for deadline day. Favorite day of the year. It was me. a fun deadline day. I think it, the this most, was one of the best deadlines. I think it was the most deadline day trades in uh, in recent history, at least yes. if not history in general. All right. All right. So for today's episode of the Overboards Podcast, my name is Matt Duke in studio with Jay Ashton and yeah. Vinny Cristiano. Until next time, we will see you later. See you.